0: chapter 9 of the heart's kingdom this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by k hand the heart's kingdom by maria thompson davies chapter 9 into brambles the next morning i awoke with the same resolve in my heart to be happy if wicked and proceeded to execute it with a great vigor and in the execution of that resolve dear old Goodlitz almost had some of the moss of its century's repose scraped off of its back first and foremost we all danced day and night we had really begun the giddy whirl the summer before when we had built the little club-house over in the oak grove by the river's edge just between the town and the settlement so that we would no longer feel the limit and limitations to our gliding of anybody's double parlors, and conservative goodlets had been duly shocked thereat. Ladies did not dance outside of their own and their friends' private homes in my day, Mrs. Cockrell had sighed, as she finished the petal of the rose she was embroidering upon some of Letitia's lingerie. I'd rather they danced in their den of iniquity than to execute these modern gyrations in my home, had responded Harriet's mother, Mrs. Sproul, as she finished the hundredth round on the shawl she was knitting. Harriet's report of the conversation had been received with great hilarity that evening at dinner at the club. But Goodlitz had had a year in which to recover from the shock of the institution of the country club when I started in to enjoy myself. Having church services there on Sundays and Wednesdays during the winter had done much to remove the prejudice in the minds of the conservative. I suspected the Reverend mr. Goodloe of a great deal of worldly wisdom when I saw how he had been able to persuade the directors Hampton Dibbrill and mark and cliff to let him do such a weird thing mrs. Sproul and mrs. Cockrell and their friends had first been told out to prayer-meeting and then had come to witness a tennis match Billy in great glee recounted to me the first time they had stayed to dinner with him and father and mr. Cockrell they had been enjoying the prayer-meetings to the utmost and had come out with mother spurlock by mistake on a tuesday night which was the regular dinner dance night it was some time before they discovered their mistake for they were immensely enjoying their visit with mother spurlock and when the dancing began billy had seized mother elsie in his arms and danced her the whole length of the room the music had been too much for her feet in their sensible shoes and very suddenly they had unfolded their wings after thirty long years of rest and had fairly flown up and down and backwards and forwards with billies in a sedate version of one of the phases of the tango mrs george spurlock had been the best dancer in goodletts when time was young do you think that it was the devil that tempted you mother elsie i asked her about it one day when she had a leisure moment for teasing Effie Burns's youngest baby was born exactly while I was dancing and we will have six months trouble with her because her band was not put on Properly was her answer as she took up her parcel of five pairs of only slightly worn stockings That five girls in the settlement needed worse than I needed darns and departed in a great hurry Oh, but you should have seen Hattie Sproul's eyes while I danced she called back over her shoulder as she went through the gate and so in the second summer of the club's existence there had been no bridle upon its gaieties i had almost used the word license and i suppose it would have been a just one under the circumstances billy called it the bucket of the lost lid and every individual member did exactly as he or she chose the sideboard out on the back porch made as good a bar as any in the state with old uncle wilkes to officiate and in the wing in one of the private dining rooms a huge wheel stood with its face to the wall during the day but came complacently out of its corner when night descended on the porch could always be found either mrs james knight or mrs buford cunningham they neither of them had children hated home and were serenely happy sitting on the front porch knitting silk scarfs and gossiping with all comers while james and buford hung around the sideboard at the back They were institutions, and all of the unmarried boys and girls, men and women, widowed and widowered, came and went at will, with the liberty that the chaperonage of their certain presence allowed. "'Suppose one of them should fall dead, and the other have to attend her funeral,' Nichols remarked one Saturday night at a dinner-table not more than twelve feet away from the two couples. "'The scandal that would soon disrupt this town for lack of their free chaperonage would be like an earthquake.' None of you would have a shred of respectability with which to drape yourselves to appear in public. They don't wear much respectability anyway in the eyes of the settlement, said Billy, as he mixed the champagne cup with old Wilkes standing admiringly by. The floor manager ordered Luella May Spain off the dance floor at the dance they had in the lodge room over the last chance last Saturday night, for appearing in one of Harriet's last year dancing frocks Mother Spurlock had collected for her though they do say that luella may had sewed in two inches of tucker and put in sleeves how's that for an opinion passed upon the high and mighty from the meek and lowly i'd been in mourning a year that was my coming-out gown and i felt harriet was saying when billy laughed and interrupted her and you came out harriet dear he assured her as he poured her champagne cup and his and signalled wilkes to serve the rest of us on the surface all of the joy that most of goodlett's was having was real and brilliant and spontaneous all the dancing and drinking and high playing but under the surface there were dark currents that ran in many directions young ted montgomery and billy played poker one saturday night until daylight out at the club and bessie thornton and grace payne had stayed by and were having bacon and eggs with them when the sun rose judge payne grace's father has been a widower ten years and grace with the four younger paynes as billy calls them has run wild away from him and her grandmother old madam payne who lives in a world of crochet needles and silk thread with mrs cockrell and mrs one night i went with billy in his car to take grace home and he had to wait until i tiptoed to her room with my arm around her and put her to bed while harriet was doing the same thing with bessie thornton those girls are not much over twenty and they are only a little more liberated as they call it than the rest of their friends ted montgomery loves grace when he is himself and not at the card-table but what chance have they to form a union of any solidity and permanence billy's nephew clive harvey has always loved bessie thornton but he is a teller in the Goodlets bank and almost never sees her he is one of the stewards in the harpeth jaguars church and the suffering on his slim young face hurts me like a blow every time i meet him what's going to satisfy him no matter what pace he should choose to go or how many things he is driven by unhappiness to indulge himself in and it was true that everything done up in the town had its effect down in the settlement the lodge hall over the last chance was the only hall available for the young people in the settlement to dance and the bar of the east chance at which old jacob ensley officiated was no better stocked than the lockers at the country club and all of us knew that very frequently billy and nichols and the rest of our friends went down to dance and drink with the girls from the mills and the shops billy had told me once that milly burt who stays at the cigar stand in the goodloe hotel in goodletts dances so much like me and is so perfumed with my especial sachet from france mother spurlock having collected the chiffon blouse from me for her to wear at the entertainment of the upworth league that he came very near addressing her by my name and giving her the invitation to the dance settlement or town they all add up to the sum of girl he laughed as he told me about that saturday night frolic in the last chance it was the day after billy's account of the ball at the last chance in which luella may and milly and the rest had frolicked in what ought to have been a perfectly harmless way that mother spurlock came to spend the afternoon with me and in which we wrestled until i was almost on the mat not quite Goodlitz has always been the gayest town in the state but it has now reached the place of the most wicked she said after a few preliminary shots had been exchanged every dignity of tradition seems to have been dropped and everybody is dance or play or drink or speed mad you are the most influential personality in the whole town and I want you to call a halt but aren't they all happy isn't everybody getting the most out of life the men are all working to their capacity and making more money than they ever have before why shouldn't they play hard I answered her as I seated myself in the broad window seat of my room opposite the wide maternal ancestral rocker she had chosen are they happy she asked with her keen eyes on my face they seem to be i parried well as far as personal happiness is concerned i think it is not worth talking about it is the good of the whole for which i am working for which i am contending today what you women do who are not obliged to add to the work of the world that you may live in it is not of any great importance it is for the toilers in the vineyard that i plead the girls and young men in this town cannot dance and drink and play all night and do the constructive work of the community in the daytime if luella may spain falls asleep or nods at her typewriter and fails to get out the telegram to you or nichols which mr tate has shouted to her off the keys do you excuse her because she has been fatiguing herself until midnight trying to learn some new dance that billy harvey has brought down to last chance from your country club you would not she would be fired on your complaint But. Are we responsible for how the girls and men in the settlement spend their evenings i demanded with a fine show of indignation but with a thrill of fear in my heart there has always been something in luella may spain's shy and admiring glances that drew me and i've always lingered to chat with her a few minutes if business called me into the station the last time i had spoken to her not a week before she had seemed pale and listless and had answered me with indifference You and your class are the ones in power, and what you do and what you think is a moral influence that reaches and permeates every soul in this town. You are not about your father's business, and those less powerful of brain and character follow you in bypaths from the straight road. They are his little ones, and you lead their feet into brambles. Oh, Charlotte! And Mother Spurlock stretched out her hands to me in entreaty. I'm not a leader, I denied her. I don't see a foot ahead of me i'm not worth anything i'm just living and trying to have a good time doing it you've got a leader there over the hedge why don't they follow him and not me before you came Gregory Goodlow had services three times a week at your country club at which the settlement met the town you were not willing that even those few hours should be given over to the learning of the father's will from one whose mind and soul are ready to teach and you swept away his pews and his influence and your dance tunes to which even i yielded ring in the ears of his flock to drown out the echoes of god's hymns and now those who had begun to lean on him and to follow him are turning to persecute him when jacob Ensley is drunk he openly charges him with inveigling martha away and hiding her He was in a dangerous state one night a week ago, and Billy Harvey had to lock him up in his own wine-cellar to keep him and a few of his hangers-on from going after the parson, who was down there praying with old Jenny Nell as she died. He doesn't know his danger from Jacob, and I think Billy ought to tell him. All Goodlitz has admired and aped you since your birth, and now that you discountenance him they are again following you. There were only ten people at prayer-meeting last night in the chapel, and the Wednesday before you turned him out of the club which had offered him its hospitality there were one hundred and thirty settlement in town about evenly represented you are responsible for that prayer meeting last night you may be responsible for the result of one of jacob's drunken fits some time you'll have to answer for what you do no mother spurlock i'm not responsible for the failure of gregory goodlow to get to the heart of your people and hold them happy to his services and observances and i'm certainly not responsible for his personal safety what he offers is not enough to satisfy his members prefer their country club and their last chance and their knitting and embroidery what we all need from the country club to the last chance is something that makes us want to be constructive race constructive so that life will be desirable on through immortality if there is such a thing i can't get a glimpse of it can you and i questioned her beseechingly i can i do i have faith in my father's plan to lead me through deep waters into pleasant pastures she answered me as her eyes looked past me out at paradise ridge beyond the chapel then give it to me i demanded i can't You must seek it yourself, and when you get it, you will be able to pour it out into the hearts of others as living water. I serve by using my two talents of mercy and love, but God will some day give you ten, and you will have to return an hundredfold. He has given the ten to Gregory Goodloe, and now is the night of his despair, but his morning will dawn. You can't dance down, and drink down, and gamble down, and lust down a man like that. He can bide his time until his sheep come to the fold to be fed and warmed in his bosom what practical thing can i do to make you believe that i do not mean to pull down any structure that another human is building up with the hope it is for the good of the whole mother spurlock i demanded of her goaded to the last point of endurance the dedication services of the chapel will be next sunday come bring nichols and your father and let the town and settlement see your respect for mr goodloe and for his church she demanded as she rose to go with patient defeat but a lingering hope in her voice and manner endorse something that means nothing to me i asked with pained patience you say the people follow me shall i lead them to drink from a spring that i consider dry that is dry and has no water for my thirst no mother spurlock if the people among whom i have been born trust me i will only lead them by going into paths i know and in which i walk for my own good or pleasure to the last chance at least the joy they get there makes toil easier or offsets the grind i answered her is that your final she was asking me with her deep wise old eyes searching me when she was interrupted by the banging open of my door and the inburst of young charlotte young james as ever at her heels with sue clinging to his hand to-day however charlotte had added one to her cohorts for she led by the hand a very dirty specimen of the masculine gender somewhat larger than herself and with a flaming red head this is mikey burns aunt charlotte and he's a nice little boy that's dirty and hungry because his mother has got seven like him won't you wash him and feed him so we can play with him? The preacher cleaned up four for us to play with yesterday, and they are still clean enough. If you clean Mikey, I can have a baseball nine with Sue to get the balls that we don't hit. She gets balls nicely, and Mikey throws a lot straighter than I can. Jimmy can hit em too with a wide stick. I ten get em declaimed small Sue with great pride. I can pitch em, also declared Mikey, with evident desire to back up his patroness. But not as good as her and his admiration amounted to adoration as he raised his young eyes to charlotte you see oh you see even to the second generation they follow laughed mother spurlock as she escaped through the door and left me with my practical demonstration of class leadership wash him auntie charlotte wash him charlotte continued to insist i made jimmy steal some of his things for him while nurse was downstairs here they are And young james the thief and aforementioned murderer gave up his stolen goods and mr Nichols says that all the settlement children will go to school with us in the nice schoolhouse he and judge powers and minister are going to build in front of mother spurlock's orchard that is a law and then we'll have good times all of us there's not many children in the town and they are all too dressed up but it is a million down in the settlement and we are going to have two baseball nines and two armies to battle with I asked mr Nichols to have a place to wash the settlements and he said he had thought of that and is going to have five shower baths if you'll just wash mikey for me i'll help you i can attend to jimmy's ears for nurse real good can't i jimmy yes responded jimmy with brotherly pride no remonstrated mikey with abject fear for the sake of his ears or propriety i was not sure i got past the question by motioning him into my bathroom and sending charlotte and sue to bring dabney dabney is charlotte's slave and was soon under way to execute her commands upon mikey while i beguiled her from the superintendence thereof down into the garden with me where from my window i could see nichols and father in deep conclave over some drawings father had discarded his henry clay costume and looked young and alive in some of nichols flannels and linen they looked up with interest as i came down the flagstone walk with charlotte trotting on my one side and wee sue clinging on the other "'I'm glad you have come, daughter,' said father, as he held up one of the large blueprints before me. "'Now you can help Nichols and me locate the exact spot for the public school building. See, here is the public square of Goodletts with the courthouse in the middle.' "'That courthouse is as good as any minor hotels de ville in any of the small towns in France,' said Nichols, as he came and stood beside me, looking over my shoulder at the map. "'The farmer's bank and one or two of the very old brick-stores are good, too,' he added." now this is main street that leads past us down into the settlement here is the poplars here the chapel and this is elsie spurlock's house nichols and the parson are inclined to place the schoolhouse right opposite but i am afraid it is too near the settlement and too far from the town do you suppose the town children will be able to walk so far do you really really plan to have the town and the settlement go to school together i gasped well Goodloe thinks that the ideal public school system is only to be executed in a democratic father was saying when nickels interrupted him what does it matter where the two and a half kids from the decadent old families that are dying out go to school their sterile parents can motor em down to education he exclaimed right here is the logical place for the school with the meadow behind to give it a bit of distance the oak grove back of that the country club beyond with the river beginning to curve it in it solidifies and unifies the landscape of the whole town and puts all the community centers where they belong the town and settlement straggled a bit before but the chapel and the school will unite them braid says the schoolhouse can be built of weathered stone and concrete and finished by september fifth in time to start school wilkerson can begin immediately putting out his hedges and the reverend gregory is down there now finishing laying out the playground with his ball park that's it that's the baseball nine dabney is washing mikey for exclaimed charlotte catching up with the conversation and when we all go to school with the settlements and they are clean some and mildred payne and grace sproul and some of the others get dirty a little nobody will know the difference and we can play ball and scouts and everything minister teaches us the school makes enough children to do things we haven't got enough for anything but the settlements have and it is mighty good of them to come up and let us play with them keep up with the time charlotte don't be a back number miss olympia lassiter's school may have held you and nell but it will never hold young charlotte nichols jeered as father began to roll up the map and speak to a young man that the great wilkerson of white plains had set down to juggle with the flora and fauna of the harpeth valley end of chapter nine